Welcome to Tech Bytes, a short, sharp, sponsored conversation on new ideas and ongoing issues in IT. Our sponsor today is Comstore, and we're going to talk about Cisco's SmartNet Total Care. Our guests are Richard Everard, who works for Cisco as Director of UKI Service Sales, and Tom Saunders, who works for Comstore as Cisco Services and Software Sales Lead for the EMEA region. Folks, welcome to the show. Richard, can you start us off with an overview of SmartNet Total Care? Yeah, sure. So, so Cisco has... Uh two flavors of our, we call our reactive or maintenance services. One is uh, SmartNet Total Care and the other one is PSS, which is our partner branded version. And they differ slightly. And, and the way they differ is that our SmartNet offering is an ability to deal directly with Cisco's uh, technical assistance center. So essentially the engineers that will work on your problem. Whereas if you buy our partner branded flavor, um, each one is different for each partner. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you can't deal directly with Cisco. You have to go through the partner. They'll deal with first-line, second-line support. And it's their responsibility to pass the case off to uh, to Cisco to deal with if they think it's necessary. Whereas if you deal with SmartNet, you're always dealing with Cisco directly. Mm-hmm. And you're always dealing with our engineers directly. Now, there's an advantage to either of those. Because if you're engaged with the reseller and the reseller is providing you with specific advice to you, they're the people on the ground. Because sometimes... Uh, and so they can help you interpret the data. So there's value in that. Um, whereas sometimes when you call up the tech, you have to say, this is my situation, this is what's happening. You lose that personalization, but you're talking to the vendor. So I guess there is a, a separation of those two products. I always think of it in terms of, um, are you able to actually raise a case on Cisco? Do you have the ability to to sort of have, open you know, first line, second line cases with Cisco and deal with them and manage them through? Mm-hmm. Uh, and some customers just aren't. Many of them can. But those who can't often would like to have a, a partner branded service, as well as some of the answers, you know, some of the reasons you gave earlier. But you know, the, the vast majority of our business now in the UK is is moving towards SmartNet, well, has moved towards SmartNet and is and has continued to grow in that direction because many of our customers value dealing directly with uh, our technical assistance center TAC mm-hmm. because IT is becoming more and more important to their business to run their business. And often they have the technical expertise to to deal directly with Cisco. So Tom, are you seeing the same thing with your com store resellers to 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 pick up that sort of selling through the tech uh, service smartnet? Yeah, absolutely. What we're finding more and more is that customers need to have that reliable source of help that they can achieve dealing directly with Cisco. And I think it's also important to note that in the SmartNet total care world, it is possible for a partner to act as the first line of support, if you like, to the end user to take the very first basic call sometimes the two-tier partner will say call us and we'll deal with cisco sometimes on your behalf as well mm. so the cat you can strike a nice balance obviously some of the large larger customers with their own it departments may well want to have that relationship with cisco directly and sometimes if it's a much smaller organization they may not be capable of having a direct technical conversation with a technical agent at cisco and therefore they might want to kind of go through their two-tier partner that sold them the smart net to kind of interpret that back into cisco but it sounds like if i'm going with the reseller or the partner version if there's a need to get to cisco the reseller can get to cisco to make sure the problem gets resolved that the reseller can absolutely get to cisco yeah, they have a contract with Cisco to provide that third line support. But uh, I, I think Tom makes a very good point about the sort of the, the, the even the, the SmartNet total care partners that, that work through DISTI or, or only SmartNet partners. They actually do do that triage, maybe that first line support as well mm-hmm. to add that value uh, to SmartNet. But they can very easily call upon TAC to get involved or 
you know, be part of the call, right? They have the customer on the call, have, uh, you know, the tech on the call and have the partner on the call all together and, and work the problem through. And we find that gets a much faster resolution time often as well because of that. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, do you have advice for customers in trying to figure out which service contract is right for them, whether it's the reseller version or going direct to Cisco? Yeah, I, I think it, it, it's all about um, time to resolution. How critical is the network? Um, clearly, I think if you're having a direct relationship with Cisco, your means to speak to an expert is a lot less burdensome, and you can speak to that TAC agent, uh, uh, you know, more quickly um, to be able to get resolutions quicker. So I think the customer needs to make a decision about um, which route they want to go down based on things like how quickly do they need their case to be worked on um, and how reliable do they need the information that's going to come back from the from the support agent, whether that's a Cisco agent or a uh, or a partner branded agent. We do see customers as well, though, um, you know, mix and matching, you know, where it's critical for them, to Tom's point about availability, the infrastructure resolution times, often they'll take SmartNet out in that business critical part of their network. And in the areas of the network that aren't so critical, sometimes they'll make a decision, they might go down a cheaper route, and they might think or perceive it to be cheaper to go down a PSS route. So in something where like maybe the campus might be perceived as not so mission critical as the data center, so maybe some SmartNet around the data center infrastructure but switching to partner infrastructure around the campus. And a lot of companies actually have outsourced their campus maintenance as well, and that makes more sense in that service, in that sense, I think. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. And yeah. and, and um, I think the other thing to think about um, is the software element as well. How, you know, cr- as we know, Cisco are moving more and more towards becoming a software company. Uh, software updates are more critical than ever. And I think customers really need to think about when my device, my, my critical core device needs a software update have i got the correct provisions to to properly get that bug fix or the patch or the the version update that that i'm going to need and i think that increasingly is playing a role in customer decision making well i think that brings us to a key topic here too as well which is the customer services collector which is a software platform that cisco makes available to customers so that it can report on all the infrastructure that's inside your network richard what's what's the purpose of that and why did you bring that about one of the things I see with customers are that they don't always fall, follow best practice. And um, I, I'm not one person that says to the customer, you have to cover everything. You have to buy, you know, re- replace all your end of life equipment with brand new equipment. But what you do need to be able to do is understand what your risks are and then make a, a judgment, make a call on what risks you're willing to take and understand the consequences of those risks. Mm-hmm. And without knowing what's in your infrastructure, and most of our customers, if I'm honest, don't actually know their complete IB, their complete install base, without knowing what's out there, without knowing what versions of software you're running on those devices, without knowing how many potential security threats you're vulnerable to, you're not in a position to be able to make a decision or take that risk and Mm. i think what's what the collector gives you is that ability to use some of cisco's analytics tools to understand you know potentially filter down some of those security alerts you've got less to actually trawl through to figure out which ones are you're Mm. vulnerable to so you're talking about things like notifications around end of life end of support whether this is a this has a critical patch available for this device what patch or even things like what patches are available instead of you having to go and spend hours on the website working this out, this tool can help you work that out? Well, p- patch management, no, no, I wouldn't say patch management. Mm. I'd say things like, you know, what what we call security alerts, P-certs you're vulnerable to. Mm. Um, you know, understand, are you running, for example, multiple versions of software, iOS, 
on the same platform. That isn't necessarily following best practice because then you have risk around that, right. uh, especially around the areas of, of, of um, restoration. You know, if you don't know what you're running on each device, how do you know what might have caused the problem to get to root cause analysis? Hmm. So so things like that are quite important. So there's a number of best practices you can do. And, and, and the, what the collective gives you is that visibility of those vulnerabilities. And then you can start to make a decision on how you're going to deal with them or if you are going to deal with them at all. Some customers choose not to, hmm. to the point they don't see that a particular part of their infrastructure going down or, or losing availability is a particular issue for them because they may be closing a building down soon. So they're kind of taking a risk on not upgrading that building until it's closed. And that yes. may only be a few weeks away. But you've got to um, know that risk and identify that risk to accept it. It's not one of those things where, oh, it went down. Oh, I didn't think we were still in that building. I didn't think we had anything left there or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do people know about the collector? I wasn't aware that this collector existed and it's been around for five years when I did the research. Is that... So that's really the the thing we want to tell people is that this collector is a useful piece of kit? Yes. So the collector's been around a long time and it's come in different forms, but essentially it's a software device and you, know, you load it onto a server. The, the challenge has not been the collector set per se. It's been more about, you know, you have to invest some time in order that the collector can see everything in the infrastructure. So you have to open up firewall ports. You know, you've got to give it visibility mm -hmm. for it to be able to trawl that information back, feed it into the cloud and give you those reports and that visibility through a dashboard. And that's often been the issue that customers don't allocate the time needed to do that. And often they've been responsible for actually installing it. And that requires an awful lot of effort. What we've been doing in the last sort of six months is installing these collectors for them, where we right. find customers that actually want to go to the next level, that want to look at a, maybe a high availability of infrastructure, want to transform, want to do better lifecycle management. We've been installing these, these collectors um, on behalf of our partners and, and really picking up that cost yeah. Because we help it helps drive the customer to to gain that awareness that they need to be mm. able to make that risk assessment. And this collector is available with a service agreement through Cisco. So, so the difference between SmartNet, which is what, what we used to call our, uh, our our TS or technical services offering, and SmartNet Total Care is Total Care gives you the ability to download the the collector and install mm -hmm. it in your network and get that visibility and use the portal. Um, and what I was just describing there was we'll do a lot of that work for customers if they meet certain criteria. Right. So if you're close enough to Cisco or you'll have a substantially sized network, there's a possibility to just ask for it and Cisco will, will you know, help you out with that, with that thing. Yeah. You know, if customers want to go on a journey of doing correct lifecycle management, best practice, and, and they really do want to change what they're doing today to move into a you know a high availability infrastructure they want to move to faster restoration times and they really want to follow best practice we'll we'll kind of fund that and we'll work with you know likes of tom to ensure that we, we get an engineer to site to to install that collector for them what we ask them to do is to allocate their people to be able to open up the firewall port yeah. so we can install this correctly. Yeah, because you have to upload all that data into the cloud and then the cloud has, as you say, you call it a portal, but it's a cloud and all that data is then available from an app that's, that Cisco runs for you and manages for you and provides the services around that. Absolutely. Now, I think one of the other things here is that um, you've had some research done by Forrester where you're sort of saying that customers who have SmartNet TotalCare get substantially increased benefits, um, shorter time to resolution and and straight out cost savings. Yes. I mean, th th there's lots of research around that. I mean, what, what we're finding, and, and maybe this is kind of a process of filtering down to customers that actually want to do this, but what we're finding is customers are coming to us and saying, we, we, we know now that IT is no longer seen as this cost center. We know IT... Um, 
must deliver business outcomes. There's a line of sight between the network infrastructure, the applications that sit on them, and basically how profitable our business is. And, and we can't afford for the network to be down because if the network's down, the applications are down. So, so it's 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 even it's it's in a language that um, mm. even the business understands. Right. And, and I think it's a value conversation that we're having. And what we're seeing is customers are moving from, you know, 50% of their infrastructure covered, you know, with a service contract to 100% of their infrastructure covered. And, and they want that to be kept that way so that they can, you know, follow the best practice, can drive high availability. And they're, you know, they're asking, are we architecting yeah, yeah. our infrastructures correctly? It can be really hard to sell um, executives on, you know, or CIOs or, or whatever on the more expensive smart net options available. So this sort of report, which I was flipping through, does actually give you a case to say, you know, um, if you want the best possible support, if you really want this thing to perform the way you want, here's some information that you can arm yourself with when you go back to the boss and say, no, I think we should get the upgraded support and justify that. I think that was what I took away from it too. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, trying to convince people to spend money on, on maintenance is always very difficult if it's looked as as being just maintenance, if it's seen as part of a, a wider piece of driving availability of the infrastructure to support the business, it changes it. And it's amazing when a customer has an outage, a major outage or continuous outages, the impact of the business is very visible to the CEO and the FD. And suddenly money becomes available to fix that problem. And we see that regularly now. The customers will come to us and say, how do we, how do we drive a high availability of the infrastructure? Because today it's simply not performing as we want. So the value proposition then is spend a little bit of money up front to make sure you have that availability, that uh, business continuity, uh, instead of trying to put out fires as they pop up. Absolutely. It's investing in the in, in the fire detectors rather than, as you say, trying to put the fire out after it started. <laughs> That's always <a> better. <laughs> Putting out fires is fun, though. <laughs> I, I just have something to add if i may as well just to go back to the uh, the, uh, the collector and the portal J just just to point out that you know again part of our role as a distributor in all of this is to do that partner education piece as well mm. and a big part of my role as richard alluded to is around just going out to the partners who are selling to the ultimate end user and, ju and just making sure they're aware that this capability is available to them um yeah. and and, and there are benefits because it, you know, it can turn a fairly standard two-tier partner into almost like a managed service provider in some mm. respects as well, because yeah. it gives them the the tools to be able to go and and create a service that they can sell to their end user. So it's very powerful stuff, and it's part of our role to as a distributor to make sure that partners are aware of it all. Yeah, I think there's two parts there. Customers should ask, you know, if you've listened to this and you're a customer, ask your reseller about the Cisco collector. And whether it's right for you, and then if you're, you know, working for resellers, then you should go off and learn a little bit about this and decide if it's the, if it's right for your reseller business. Absolutely. Well, that about wraps it up for this Tech Bytes episode. Uh, Tom, if folks want to get more information about SmartNet and about all of the options available, where should they go? Uh, thanks very much. So there's a wealth of information on the Cisco website. Um, Cisco have a community. If you go to, if you search for Cisco SmartNet Total Care, uh, you'll find very quickly the community um, homepage uh, with lots of videos on demands and um, information that, that you can use to find out how to buy it, how to sell it. Also have a look at the comstore.com website as well. 
Fantastic. Well, thank you, Tom and Richard, for joining us. And thank you to Cisco and Comstore for being sponsors. You can find this and many more fine, free technical podcasts, along with our community blog at packetpushers.net. Follow us on Twitter at packetpushers. Find us on LinkedIn, like us on Facebook, and rate us on iTunes. And last but not least, remember that too much technology would never be enough.